Anyways, this Suicide Logs episode 151. I'm with um, Mr. Jared from Wisconsin. And uh, if you're keeping track of the No Nut November journey, because that's what I've been talking about this month, uh, I reached out. I reached out to the internet and we found somebody who is a veteran of No Nut November. He's um, He said he's failed in spectacular fashion, but he's also um, completed it. And um, lately, I've just been talking to people. And I don't know, when I ask about it on social media, everybody says, oh, I failed three times in day one, or um, I don't know, it just it's just it's just uh, interesting to meet somebody, or talk to somebody who who has these allocates, you know? Yeah, I, I find that people that always throw it out there like, oh, I failed three times already. It's like, no, you're just trying to be fancy. You're just, um, we used to call that fluff. Uh, yeah. And, you know, kind of one of the, one of the spectacular things, cause I am a veteran of no, no November, but I'm also a veteran as well too. The interesting thing about it is when, uh, when you would be like, oh, I guarded 10 planes, you know, that doesn't sound too spectacular. It's like I guarded $60 billion in air force assets, which sounds better to you, you know, the 60 billion or the 10 planes. So when people are like, yeah, I failed three times. It's like, okay, you're just trying to get fancy with it there. Big guy. You think there's people that kind of just hear about No Nut November and it just makes them want to, you know, masturbate or have sex even more? Sex sells, I guess, you know, in a way. So, yeah, that, that's, something that, <laughs> that's something that got me thinking about the whole sex sells quote from 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 doing this. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I want to hear how you felt and I want to know more details of, you know, you doing this challenge and things like that i i just want to listen at this point i just kind of you can have the floor man all right yeah cool so like uh i remember when i first first arrived on reddit and i, I first arrived on this uh hilarious website called nine gag um it, it's it used to be nine funnies or nine gags per per page or what have it you and, a bell. and i yeah i remember when i i first kind of rolled on there and there's like no nut november i was like what the fuck is this nonsense you know i was kind of in that realm of I don't really understand what's going on here, but it's like, Hey, it's a personal challenge, you know, go the entire month without doing something that you like. And I, I remember trying it for the first time. I was like, okay, that's a fun little challenge, you know, made it about two weeks into it. And I was like, all right, this is kind of dumb, but whatever. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I was like, I was not sleeping so well. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I fail. No big deal. And then I think it was the next year I got like super big into it. And uh, I, I had been single for that year and I was like, okay, this is, this is easy. No big deal. And of course I was really starting, starting to get into Reddit. I was really starting to get excited about things. And I, I met this girl through the, the Redditor for Redditor or whatever it was. And we started talking. And of course she brings up the funniness of that is no nut November. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm participating in it. I'm doing pretty good. And she's like, Oh, you know, you're 25 days in because this was on the 25th. I was like, yeah. And of course she took it upon herself to uh challenge me wow. and for three days she challenged me and for three days i was a warrior i was a warrior <laughs> son and then spectacularly on that third day um she she gave me a phone call or i should say a video call and let's just say i was i was a warrior up until that time frame there's only so much one can handle wait how many days did you have left in the challenge uh well i think there's only like what is there only like 31 days or something like that in november yeah 30 I like days how you say only when that's the most days you can fucking have in a month <laughs> <laughs> well i mean sometimes time is is but a number but yeah it was 
there's 30 days in November and I failed on like the 28th or the 29th. I forget what day it was, wow. but yeah, I was just like, I I'm fucking, I'm there. I was like, I'm there. I did it. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Did you feel um, disappointed in yourself. So like one thing about me is that I've, this is only my second attempt. I did my first attempt in 2018 and I lasted eight days. And the thing about me is I, I tried vlogging it on YouTube and just kind of just doing it like how I'm doing now. And I remember just being so strong about it. Like, yeah, I can fucking do it, you know? And then it's just it's sometimes, you know, like things are, you're just all talk and, and there's, there's going to be moments where you just kind of think about the shit you say and be like, ah, fucking nobody cares, you know? And then <laughs> It's it's all in that personal strength. Like I, I did a no not November when I had a and I had a lady friend, you know, had a girlfriend at the time, and it was it was kind of a, kind of fun because it was like, hey, sweetie, I'm gonna try this no not November. And she's like, I'm still getting mine, right? I was like, okay, yeah, you get yours. And then it's all just a testament to what your willpower is. And some Edgy. people only make it a few yeah. days, and some people can go the full thirty. I mean, it's not that hard. It's and then it's just kind of okay. How long can I go for? You know, and it's just it. You just test yourself out that willpower, man. How old were you the first time you, you did No Nut November? I was 29 the first time I did No Nut November, and I'm 34 now. So let me ask you for somebody who's in their 30s, do you feel like do you feel your sex drive going down like um um as opposed to like your 20s, or do you think you're like the same? It's actually gone up. Um, oh, really? I, th I think part of that is because I got a vasectomy not too long ago, a couple of years ago. I know I told you that a little bit in the pre-show there. Um, yeah. They told me it was going to die down. I was like, good, good. Let it die down. I don't, you know, like I need to calm down. Nope. Nope. Skyrocketed. It's just like with me and any, any drugs that people give me, like if you give me Tylenol and codeine, a lot of people just rack out, they go to bed. I feel like I can run a marathon. So mm -hmm. a lot of stuff has the opposite effect. Are you like that with caffeine too? Uh, no caffeine. I am very caffeine sensitive. I just need a little bit and I can skyrocket like a Coca-Cola in the morning gets me revved up. So, mm. and now it's, drink it, coffee? Um, no, no. what do you drink coffee on rare occasions? Every once in a while, I'll go get a, go get a Valley girl, Starbucks and, you know, <laughs> and geek out for a little bit. <laughs> uh, tell me more about the vasectomy. Cause I, I'd say, couple times in my life when I was younger I considered it but like I'm just kind of personally like in, in a part of my life where I feel like I want kids I just don't want to put up with them when they're young and I like I wish I could just fast forward I don't want to do the hard work that gets that comes with kids you know kind of like uh, I was reading something on on reddit mm -hmm. about like I've got pets um and I try to you know, some would say I probably spoil my animals. Like some people just keep their dogs in the back and they don't fucking, they just give them the bare minimum food, yeah, bathroom, whatever. But it's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll feel guilty if I'm neglecting playtime with fucking dogs as lame as that sounds. <laughs> but, um, so like I was reading something on Reddit and they were just, um, I don't know what it was just talking about like people who buy animals. Cause they think of it as like a doll, but they forget, you know, it's just like an abuse to neglect them but then i get into it it's like man i'm giving him a good ass fucking life if i'm not giving my cat the bare minimum when you kick him to the streets he's dead in a couple of weeks you know like he, he should surprised. still be kind of lucky with I, that i'm doing anything and then um 
I think about that with kids, you know, it's just like, do I have the energy to be the dad I want to be, you know? Um, and I, yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised about cats. I, uh, I had, I had some hellions that I, I used to have with, with an ex-wife of mine. And, uh, I, I kicked them to the curb just cause they were being psychotic and I found them three months later, uh, roaming around the airfield at the air oh. base that I, that I was hanging out at. So. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> cats are resilient. Like you, it's kind of funny because like researchers have done research on cats and cats really just they don't give a fuck about us they mm. they can do it like yeah you put yeah them outside they're oh, like yeah. oh okay predator mode on let's do this yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's um, another reason why i got my cat like i'm not uh i haven't been a cat person in a while so i'm kind of new to the whole cat thing but yeah i the, the reason why i got it is like okay i've had dogs for most of my life but with cats it's just okay, they're, they, they seem to be all right. Like they're just out and about. You never see a dog out and about. Like every time you see a dog out, you're like, whose fucking dog is this? It, it, it's a lost dog. You see a cat, you're just like, whatever. Oh, <laughs> Fluffy's out right. hunting. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. I, and so I gotta, I always kind of put that in my head when I get like sentimental about my cat. <laughs> yeah. The biggest thing that I say with kids, if, if you don't want to deal with them young, get a vasectomy i mean dude they're so reversible right now it's almost like a guaranteed that you can get really? it reversed yeah oh yeah um i was i think i was 26 27 when i got mine wow um, a girlfriend of mine at the time was like uh yeah i don't want to i don't want to have kids it's like all right yeah i don't want to have kids either and then um pulled the pulled the vasectomy even though i did have a child at the time and uh you know that's that's one thing i kind of regret uh, as it is um you know i do my dadly duties like i'm supposed to but i can tell you right now that if you know that you don't want to have kids like deal with them between a certain age frame get snipped if it comes up later that you want to try it you can always get it reversed the medicine's getting so amazing nowadays that i mean if you want to have a kid of your own you can but dude you can always adopt you know there are plenty of kids who are 12 13 14 or what have you that are looking for steady homes and it's if that's where you want to start you can always start with that i mean it's going to cost you a little bit of money but you could just kind of fast forward the process a little bit you know what i mean yeah i hear you what's the recovery process like with getting a vasectomy uh lots of frozen food bags on your nuts and uh lots of time just playing video games uh, um i think time it, frame like how, how long are you out for out of commission for like three days Three or four oh days. wow would it like okay if i'm fresh off the vasectomy would it hurt if i got like sexually aroused a day later or something it doesn't hurt if you get aroused but i would highly highly encourage you to follow the doctor's orders between between when you get it to when you actually nut because my girlfriend didn't let me wait and i about near blacked out oh oh that's ah oh, okay it, it was it was one of the one of the better experiences i've ever had and i didn't do a damn thing but i almost blacked out with pain Jeez. Hey, real yeah. quick, just uh, like real pause. Uh, can can you hear me? All right. Did at any point during the show did my did my volume kind of go down? No, I mean I can okay. tell when you move uh, move away from the mic, and I can see it. But other than that, you sound perfect, man. Okay, sorry. Yeah, lately the past couple episodes, I'll like accidentally hit the mic or something, and then my my volume would just go, get super low out of nowhere. So I was like worried about that. I can um, give you a heads up. Okay, thank you, thank you. But, well it's what whatever happens happens <laughs> yeah man um okay yeah i, I kind of always forget that a vasectomy is a thing actually i always just kind of think about birth control i but it's just like it's male birth control and it's just i i don't know i forget about it like so 
I think I saw something, but I'm always not so sure about it because I've never really asked a person who's gotten a vasectomy like to confirm it. Or I don't know if it's different with every person, like what you were saying before with sex drive going up. But it's like, does the orgasm feel different? Like, is there, is there any differences at all when you get the vasectomy? Uh, I've noticed some differences. Um, the, the orgasm seems to be exactly the same. I, I can say that. Uh, the the amount of orgasm, I guess, if you will, you know, usually when you mm. light off the fireworks, sometimes it's like, it's a couple bottle rockets. It's, it's yeah. looking, yeah, it's yeah. looking flying. And then sometimes, you know, like it just, you're, it's just like a, a bottle rocket or two. And you're like, all right, it, it's close enough. You know? So I've noticed that that small little difference is that the amount of orgasm there is, is not mm. as exorbitant before, but then again, you got to remember you were literally taking away the, the vast majority of what it was right you know right. it's okay the baby batter does the, <laughs> so, col- does, it, does the color look any different this is i don't this is so no. tmi podcast okay <laughs> no no it, it, the te- every- does it taste different <laughs> <laughs> i could give a call i could call a friend real quick and ask her you know but that's um, interesting. So if yeah. my math is right, you you did no nut November uh, after you got a vasectomy. Yeah, after oh, I got the vasectomy. I wonder if there's going to be any difference, if there's if anything matters, if you had tried it before or, or anything. Probably not, but it's just one of those unknowns, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there were there were times where I did a no nut November randomly through like June or July when I was, you know, just not getting any luck when I was in or something like that. But I mean, there's not really much of a difference. It, it's still, you still have to just overpower your, your want or will to do something. It's a lot like, I don't know, you got like a favorite restaurant that you always go to like once a week or something like that, or once a month. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You just got to go, nope, you can't do break. it this week, even though I can. So yeah, it's a discipline thing. It really is. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I guess, I mean, you seem to not have as much difficulty except for like when you were. I don't know. The struggle's real. <laughs> the struggle's real. I, yeah. I hate myself right now. I hate myself. Oh, yeah. You're like, doing it right now, huh? So we're both on. Did you have like a, a big hoorah like on Halloween? Okay. We're starting No Nut November now. I actually had already been like two or three days without doing something. Um mm. Cause uh, how, like, this is the really big time at work for us where we're really kind of grinding stuff out. And all of a sudden I'm just like, you know, like the weekend was off. I think far cry six, I had just loaded up far cry six. And so I'd been playing all weekend and then I woke up and this, and I logged onto Reddit and Reddit's like, Hey, no, no, November's here. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, it. I was like, shit, I missed it. I missed the end game, you know? So a couple days into it, I'm, I'm still going strong. I don't, foresee any problems but still at the same point in time you know you scroll on through reddit you get a little too deep in the scroll and you're like oh shit all right there's a hot chicken cosplay or whatever so you know. <laughs> yeah i i i did it i think i also had like two days already so i'm probably really on 14 days or something like that because <laughs> i um i didn't plan for it i just realized it was i was thinking of what, what was it something like something I didn't want to smoke for all of November or something like that that was something I was going to try and tell myself or I don't know but then just no nut November came into play oh no shave November that's the one no shave like November, people yeah. do that and I was just like I'm not in the mood to do that right now and then I thought of no nut November and I was feeling pretty spicy at the moment but <laughs> here we are like I'd say around day 
six to eight have been the hardest for me. And um, I, I would just ask myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, why am I doing this? But it's just like, it's, it's just a challenge for myself. And I just, uh, I just feel like once the 30th passes, I'll feel really good about myself. And uh, I, I, I was like joking around with my friends yesterday. And these are friends that are just like calling me nuts for doing this. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I just, I feel like if I could get through no nut November, I can, I can proudly say I, I, I'll never cheat or something like that. Like I've got that much self-control. <laughs> And, you know, the, the biggest thing is you find uh, the, the, the most interesting thing that I found out, because uh, I got a gentleman who I'm going to talk about with working out here next week, is you got to build yourself these little goals. The, the, the little goals are the, the baby steps. It's like, hey, if I can make it to, you know, week two, that's a celebration in and of itself. You know, go on. Celebrating every second, man. Yeah. This is the I feel like this is the most I've ever gone in my life without um, doing it. Yeah, I mean, that, I that found out about how to do it since I found out about <laughs> yeah. how to do it. Yeah, well, that, that was a that was a whole other game when we found out. Yeah. How old I, were I you know. when you first got into the game? Uh, like when I legitimately found out, I think it was like 16 at the time. I was like mm. 13 or 14 when I figured out what it was, uh, what I, I figured out the mechanics of it. But then it wasn't until like I was 15 or 16 that I had legitimately found out what it was. And mm. yeah. For me, um, I feel like I've been playing the game since I was about five or six. <laughs> and I kept playing the game without getting results. And then one day I was having so much fun playing the game that I thought I peed myself. And then it took me um, took me a couple more games to kind of realize what was going on. So I'd say my age when I first was in the game and earned my white belt if you may um probably like 11. all i can Maybe. think of is is the cartman it's like you just tug on it until you pee well you know yeah you yeah wanna, or like if you don't want to get a pregnant I'll, pull out and pee on her leg yeah <laughs> yes yes i remember that dude i've just me i had like no sexual education growing up i had to take two english classes i don't know how it is in wisconsin but usually there's like a sex ed or family life kind of class that kids take i learned everything through through the good videos online ah, to, to be completely yeah, our, yeah our, our sex ed was fucking garbage it was because uh, i went to a catholic school for the vast majority of my life to begin with and then i went down to houston of all places to kind of start high school and that's mm. when they really started, started teaching sex ed. and there's always that edgy goth girl that knows far too much about sex and shit and then i was just like yeah whatever so i i just you know i had the internet when it was you know first kind of starting up and being decent down there and i was like all right let's learn what this is all about <laughs> so you know and then i played with fire for a number of years you know mm. yeah it just sounds I mean, everybody, you know, it's a weird time that we're in. Like, I, I don't know. I just kind of wonder about like what our kids are going to be like, you know, it's just, or, or if it makes a difference and then it just goes back into the whole sex sells thing. And it's just like, what if everybody just kind of gets satisfied with their sex and they, they, they just kind of run out of things to sell. I don't know. I'm just kind of fucking ranting, rambling at this point. I don't know. Yeah. I think we might have more addicts in the making just because it is so readily available, 
But then again, we're probably going to have a lot of other people who you're right, are, are most likely going to be um, satisfied with, with the dumb stuff. And that sex isn't going to sell. I mean, look at that, look at where the commercials are really going nowadays. There's not much, there's not as much sex in commercials. Uh, you know, the millennials aren't having as many kids, you know, the, the Gen Zers or whatever, whatever we're at right now, you know, there's articles all over this. People aren't having kids. They know the dangers a little bit more. They understand how sex works now a little bit more freely than don't do it or God's going to hate you, you know, and it's like this. abstinence didn't work. It didn't work for a number of years and we finally figured it out. And, and now we see the results. We're having a, a more, not progressive, but I want to say just like a, a more open-minded and better society about sex. They say there's going to be a decline in the population within the next hundred years, right? Something good. Like, something like Fuck that. it. We need it. Isn't it kind of crazy though? Like if you, depending on your ethnicity, I feel like everybody had this. It seemed like in the fifties and shit, everybody, like your, your great grandparents were like one out of 10 children, you know? And and, and when you hear that now in 2021, that like, yeah, I've got 10 sisters. You, you kind of, you look at them funny, like what the fuck, man. But back then it was so common. Is your dad Philip Rivers? <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little football reference. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like it just, I, I, I think it's great that um, you know two people come together, and then only one is there's only one output. I, I think we need that. The, the, I mean, you, you look at how, how everything is nowadays. We need to come down. We need to bring it back down to a society where we can continue to sustain, sustain ourselves. A little bit better and whether that means calling the herd or you know stop breeding as much perfect great let's do it i think i was just talking about it earlier this morning about overpopulation and and and, you know traffic and things like that and i was just kind of thinking about you know out here in california everybody wants to move out everybody's saying it's so fucking expensive we've got like crazy sales tax or state tax and things like that um but it's like why is it so crowded still you know if it's that hard to live here but there's still so many people here i guess it's not hard enough because people aren't living and so i'm just kind (laughs) of like you know let's just see how expensive we could make shit till people just kind of scram or um or i don't know because like what if because everybody wants to come to california but nobody wants to pay the california bills what if california was as cheap as wisconsin and then you think about how much you'd spend instead of fucking an hour and a half driving to work, you'd spend three hours driving to work because of how, uh, but then I kind of think, are people just lazy? Why don't we make more freeways or something? But <laughs> life is just getting kind of, nobody wants to fucking do anything, dude. Like we're really just making, it might sound mean, but sometimes when I look at big crowds of people, I'll kind of think who's important here. Like who's actually helping out me at the end of the day, me, I guess, but it, yeah. it sounds fucked up, but as a whole people contributing to society and, um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, um, em- empty weight in the world. Dead weight. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Dead, dead weight. weight, dead weight. Yes. And, um, I don't know, man, life is just getting too easy. Maybe shit's going to just eventually get harder. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's unpredictable, I guess. I mean, if I had the money, I'd live out in California, to be completely honest with you. Are you kidding me? 67 degrees throughout the entire year, maybe 60, 50 on a, in the winter. You know, I'd be happy to live out there, go to the ocean, just hang out, do whatever. Ah, I'd love it. 
you know, there's mm-hmm. a reason why it's a little cheap here and why not many people live in Wisconsin. I mean, fuck, I, it snowed this morning. It literally snowed this morning. And uh, I mean, it's all cleared up now, but we're about in that time frame where like, literally every, everything just kind of shuts down. You know, you only go out for the absolute minimum things that you need to. And, you know, a place where you can constantly go out and go to the beach. I mean, I got a buddy who works literally down on Gal- in Galveston, you know, down in Texas. He's like, I'm five minutes from the beach. He goes on the beach on his break. Like, how fucking cool nice. is that shit? You know, so I went out last night and it um, I felt distracted from um, the goal of No Nut November. <laughs> and um, it just made me think I just got to keep more busy. And then when you when you talk about where you live in Wisconsin and, you know, when it's snowing and there's nothing to do and it, depending on your living situation, it's like, dude, if you're just locked in your house and you can't jack off, might as well send me to jail or something, <laughs> dude. Like, I don't know. I, in, in all honesty, I, uh, I've, I've found a ways to keep myself busy. I've got two parrots. I've got a sun conure and a blue monk. And, um, I rearranged my living room around like this is the longest I've had my living room in the same spot for for a little while. Uh, I just rearranged shit. I watch documentaries. I play a lot of video games. I try to make a lot of content. Um, I've I've tried to hit up a couple of people for podcasts, just trying to get in the groove of doing something constantly. So that way it's not just a little bit of idle time. And when I go to bed, man, I make sure I'm fucking tired, like falling asleep <laughs> at my desk about to you know, about to, all right, time to log out, you know, hit the bed and just kind of set the alarms. And next thing I know, it's morning time to go to work. It's cool. Do you so. do you feel like you learn this through trial and error of No Nut November, like tactics? Or do you just think that's just how you would like to live your life in general? Like even after No Nut November, you want to be a little bit more productive if you if you want to call it that. I've, I've noticed that I'm getting just more productive in life as it is right now. I've really been able to lock down a a nice little good schedule. And I used to work second shift. So like I'd wake up at like 10, 11 o'clock in the afternoon, go to work at two, come home by like 10, 10 o'clock at night. Now that I'm working at what my mom calls a real job, you know, where I start at eight, eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, I find myself getting in a really nice rhythm and I'm really enjoying that rhythm. And I, it's really helped me become a more productive member of society. I found a nice groove and fuck, dude, I don't want to leave. I like it too much. So it's um it's sometimes i like to say it's better to be busy than bored exactly yeah 100 percent. gotta be a good kind of busy though i i mean watching a documentary that you're not too enthralled upon or mindlessly scrolling through youtube for the third time in the day is a little (laughs) it is not as much fun as you would hope it would be but yeah you find something that you like like dude i didn't know ubisoft had a ubisoft pass I've got now four games I've wanted for the past six months for like 15 bucks a month. I've got time. I've got nothing but time on my hands. As soon as we're done here, man, (laughs) would you say, would you say that like video gaming and and stuff like that is your passion? Uh, yeah, it's one of my few passions that I have. Yeah. I just, I mean, I like video games, but like, I kind of know what you're talking about. Far cry, like, and stuff like that. I I never play it, but Mm. I don't know. I guess I'm a guy. I got a lot of guy friends. A lot of guy friends are into that stuff. I got friends that are like into cars. Don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but I'm around it. And so with the games, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really play games, but like for, for, for me, like, okay, I really like Warzone. college. I'm just, uh, I don't know what you would call me. Uh, 
just a super well, casual gamer i guess i was gonna say are you sweaty in Warzone or i'm not a sweaty but i know what a sweaty is okay you know? so okay. like i'm a white belt in the gaming world i guess <laughs> it's just like I, I just dabble in it but i spent if if you were to like look at the past three years of like my video game time if my fucking time was like a uh storage on your fucking phone settings to look at like the bar <laughs> would maybe be like i don't know how many how many hours a week do i spend on video games i have like my war zone game that i like to play with my buddies and then i just kind of have like this ufc game that i kind of like to mindlessly play just kind of just something to just i don't know just it doesn't matter if i win or lose it's just something to kind of kill time it's fun but with that I, what i'm going with that is when i play video games by myself or with friends and this has kind of been my whole life since i've been playing you know like call of duty on xbox live since i was in maybe high school and shit i always feel like i have such a such a low cap on how long i could play games like i've never i never really understood or I couldn't, I can't keep up is more what I am trying to say. I can't play video games for eight hours straight. I just don't have, maybe it's like an OCD thing. Like I can't sit still. I got to get up. I got to move. Um, my eyes hurt and shit. It's too much stimulation, I guess. Um, and sometimes besides that too, I would, you know, as a kid, I just like, you'd play video games, but you get tired of it. And sometimes something that kind of like, you need to take your mind off playing video games is you need to fucking jack off or something. And <laughs> well, so let me ask you'll... you this. Mm-hmm. Do you play with friends a lot or are you, you running solo a lot of times? Uh, most of the time when I play Warzone, I play with a friend of mine. Okay. I don't really but... like to, I mean, sometimes I'll play solo, but most of the, I'll get bored and get off faster. The only time I'm playing long is because my friend's like, one more game, one more game, you know? Well, I get I, more into it with them. A lot of it that I that I realize with games is even as I get older, because I used to game, you know, ever since the the, the, the um, um, oh god damn it, I I love when I get put on the spot because I forget. So ever since the Atari, like I remember mm. playing the OG Atari at my babysitter's house, and now I've progressed all the way up to now I'm a a, a console uh, peasant. Um, <laughs> and I've just realized that like when I'm playing with somebody, I can play for a lot longer because it's that friendship. I'm more in the game to talk to my buddy and I get very distracted by talking with my friends than when I actually am just like, Oh, I'm 15 and three. I need to keep this up. I don't really right. care. I could, I could be three and 15 and not give a, give a hoot, you know, mm-hmm. like when I play Matt, I play a lot of Madden. Um, and I only play Madden when I listen to documentaries because that way I keep myself slightly entertained on the out- exterior while I'm learning everything on the interior and it helps me just process things a little bit more. Um, but yeah, like I could, I, but then again, I can mindlessly play fucking far cry for, you know, 10 hours a day because it, to me, it tells me a story. You know, I, I perform the missions. I, I'm going to grind through that story and I can continuously just learn as I'm playing like the assassin's Creed shit. You want to talk about a game that you could play for hours and learn and be entertained Go play Assassin's Creed and just play through the mission straight. I I bet you could probably hit a couple hours straight after that. I've played Assassin's Creed actually, and I okay. and I, I disagree. Oh oh <laughs> I, okay. Um, uh, I don't know what it is, but it 
something about that game. I don't know if I was too young at the time or something, but it was just too confusing or complicated. <laughs> and I got frustrated and was just like, it's going to take a lot of time until I can consider myself good at this and I'm not having fun. Let's play something else. If you if you don't want to have to get too good at something, Far Cry is like where it's at. Like, what is it? What is Far Cry? What is I I hear about it a lot. Like, what is this? What is Far Cry about? The Far Cry is is basically you're a nobody that has to become a somebody in a dictatorship. Uh, like, um, in Far Cry Three, it was a, a deserted island that was taken over by this by Voss, this this dude with a mohawk, and mm-hmm. then uh, in Far Cry Four, I think it was. Uh, it was this tribal lady or whatever. Far Cry 5 was uh, this evil dictator in another country. And then Far Cry 6, you, believe it or not, another evil dictator. So <laughs> literally you join the rebellion. You don't really want to join it. And then you get better, you get guns and you just try to free whatever island or place that you're in. Um, are you a fan but, of... Um, yeah. Uh, are you a fan of uh, Fallout? Hell yeah. I have like, I have like a month worth of gaming in fallout okay yeah. i played it and same thing as assassin's creed so like those are mmo rpgs right uh, the assassin's creed is pushing it on mmo rpg okay. but it, it, it is technically i would say it is when i think of or, those no, games an, i think of like an RPG. A rpg it's just yeah it, it's um because MMO oh yeah because mmo is like multiplayer yeah. you know yeah. what's a game i think i've talked about it on my show before you know it's a game that i feel like i got highly addicted to it's kind of embarrassing uh maple story you know maple, maple story, story? maple sto- maple story it's like a mmorpg it's um and i don't know what m stands for multiple people it's like multiplayer RPG. massive multiple online role-playing game yeah there you go thank you um yeah. maple story. it's a, it, it was made by koreans um it's a 2d game <laughs> i think they they made it 3d but I think it's horrible. So they, I don't know. I left the game in like 2009 or something, but I would just, I would just be so addicted to it. And then I started with a game of uh, RuneScape. I played RuneScape for about a month and I was like trying to get addicted to it. I don't know. It was just the whole South Park era. I remember my, one of my favorite South Park episodes is the um, World of Warcraft episode. Mm-hmm. when they're like addicted and they get all fat and shit <laughs> you remember I that? Love that episode yeah so i wanted to be like that i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> something about primo south park it just seems so fun to just fucking play video games and eat ramen and watch porn or something and then um i've actually lost a lot of weight sitting at uh, i work from home now like i've mm-hmm. actually lost weight working at home and just playing video games you know i don't I don't know. I, I used to work in a factory before this and I lost a lot of weight working in the factory, but then I started here and I, I realized that I just, I don't feel as hungry anymore. So I've toned it down and I've lost a lot of weight and I, I play video games like almost like they do, you know, they went to school for the, a lot of the amount of time they were supposed to, but then all the other time is video games. And that's kind of what I do right now. You know what it could be. It could be um, working at a factory. Maybe it was a little bit more physical or something. So you had to eat more to kind of have, have the nutrition and the calories to burn and do the yeah. work that you needed to do. So now that you work from home and you're just kind of sitting all day, your body acclimates and it's like, we don't need to eat that much to do what we're doing. It's really like what you eat is just fueling your, your mental. Cause that's really what it is. Like it doesn't take much calories to type and shit. 
not really and and half the time i'm not even typing i don't i'm i'm clicking the mouse a, a, a billion <laughs> times a day it's 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 nothing special do you feel yeah. I, like I don't when know I, when i think of like physical labor i think i think like my mind is more free to wander and be creative be who i want to be i'm just a little bit tired and more physically like uh drain and if, if i were to do like office work or sit at a desk all day I feel like I feel weak, man. Like I feel tired, <laughs> but I feel just a tired because I've been straining my eyes all day. Like, dude, driving makes you tired. You know, you just fucking sitting and concentrating, but that shit takes energy, you know? <laughs> dude, I the 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 factory work that I did was pretty fucking mindless. Like I would have a lot of fucking daydreams. And I'm I'm right there with you, man. Like I would I I got so tired just physically working that job that a lot of the, the the mental stuff that I wanted to do was was really hard like when I would I'd, I'd come home and then I'd have like a podcast and like a half hour after I got home and I'm just like do I really want to fucking do this podcast I am physically exhausted right. and you know when I'm sitting here at, at the desk or when I when I was driving around just doing work like that like I love driving so like to me that wasn't a chore when I'm sitting here like yeah I'm a little I'm mentally drained but like I feel like I can still do stuff afterwards, you know, even if it is just that mindless nonsense, because man, I tell you, when I was at that factory job, just doing that, that repetitive task over and over and over. Oh my God. I'd be like, it's been at least three hours and nope, 20 minutes. Um, fuck, <laughs> You know? So I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're so vastly different in that sense, you know, but like, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Well, it's also just like interest and, how your mind is setting things and maybe it's just i don't know sometimes i think when it comes with like either video games or or even sex or anything it just it's all about how you were somewhat raised your experiences and everything everybody's just fucking wired differently and they just see things a little bit differently but i had a question um with no nut november do you did you ever feel like you had more energy or anything like anything physically during like you're on like day 20 and you're just like you know what i i feel like i'm getting better sleep or something i i felt like almost the uh and good good job bringing it back around there we went off <laughs> on a tangent um i feel like when i uh when i was later on into into the game every so often i felt like falling asleep without uh you know because usually that's that's when a lot of people do it they're like oh it's i need to go to sleep let's you know let's knock one out of the park or what have you i, I realized it was a little bit easier to fall asleep at night um because like I, I i have a usually a routine where i scroll through reddit i try to find people that i want to talk to or what have you uh you know laugh at some funny stuff put it down put on a podcast and fall asleep you know that's that's a, a nice new routine that i've kind of gone into and it's it's nice because you know it, it eliminates um activity right before you go to bed because that isn't it like supposed to be pretty bad for you to work out right before you go to bed technically you know like expel a whole bunch of energy or like watch a bunch uh, of tv and stuff i i have heard of that i heard like if you work out a certain amount of time before you go to sleep it's harder to go to sleep um maybe it might because you know if you're if you're jacking off you're probably getting your heart rate up and um yeah, I don't know. It just, it's like, why do they have to make things so much harder to be good for you? <laughs> you know, it's just like, um, yeah. But for me personally, I feel, I feel stronger. I don't, that's why I asked that because I just kind of <laughs> wanted somebody else to say something to make me feel validated or it's just fucking placebo. But I, f I feel, 
I feel like with sleeping, it's it's been a little bit easier to fall asleep. And and when I wake up in the morning, because sometimes the hardest battles to to win this challenge is at night before you go to bed and right when you wake up in the morning. And um, I feel like doing it when you wake up in the morning just makes you want to go back to sleep. And um, so if I'm going to change anything that I've learned from this, I'm going to try to at least not do it in the mornings anymore. I'm going to just always kind of keep it at a, keep it at a night thing. I have, and, a, uh, have a beautiful routine. That's, that's how you keep the mornings free. You, you, you find yourself a great routine in that morning. Yeah. You know, I wake 20 up, minutes makes a difference in the morning, yeah. man, 20, 30 minutes. And um, what was I going to say about that? Sorry. No, oh. you're good, man. I get it. It's late. It's late for all of us. <laughs> Oh, it's only 643 here, actually. Feels good. Do you set your clocks back? Yeah. For daily, yeah. Daily I feel like there's a certain state that doesn't do it. Like, I feel like they don't do it in Arizona or something. Yeah, it is actually Arizona. I was going to okay. say, I'm, I'm almost pretty sure it's Arizona. Those, the, those guys are crazy. Just like, we have to have it hotter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what is it is about. Um, the clocks, I mean, that really threw me off. Like, I woke up and it was like, it was uh, seven in the morning. It was like, no way is it seven. I, I can do it. I was like, no, 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 I can't. No, I can't. Got to get up. Got to start that routine. Get that routine going. I so. forgot to set my clocks back. I woke up and just went about my day like, like how it was without setting it back <laughs> until like maybe around one o'clock or something. I'd look at my phone like, oh, shit, it's not the same as my oven uh, clock. I, I love that. None, none of my none of my clocks are are accurate all i need is my phone all i need is my phone if my phone says it's like oh okay i gotta change everything now right right i think i got one more question for you about the no nut november thing and we can wrap it up here sir sure man um i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of like what's my like i don't want to just kind of end this and beat myself up over fuck you should have asked this because you're you are a rare person dude i don't know if you know like do you know other people that that have done it like uh, at least a good handful or anything not really no i know a lot of people aren't going to talk about it but then i i don't really care what i talk about you know i'm open if, right. if i've tried it if i've done it i'll talk about it i don't give a shit i guess it makes it a little bit more comfortable for me to talk about stuff like this when you're like in a state i've never even been to and it's just like <laughs> you know what do i what do i have to hide you don't know anyone i know <laughs> never really... go to wisconsin fuck that place yeah it's you like know? you just pick a random person it's like oh I want this person to talk to specifically. And then, uh, okay. You're the first one who responded. You know, what's crazy when I put that thing up on Reddit, it, for some, it got deleted for some reason. Cause my shit wasn't formatted correctly or something. Yep. And they um, have a, they have a specific format that you have to put. Do you know what I did wrong? I don't know what I did. Wrong. Yeah. Um, if you go to, uh, the podcast guest, if you go to the main page in the right-hand side, it'll have rules. And it's like, click here for the pin post. And then literally it's got the post, like you need to have it. You just copy, paste, delete the information that's in there and then repaste uh, and then like type your shit over it. That's you know? weird. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is because if you go to podcast guest, not the guest exchange, but the podcast guests, you'll see some people just like trying to self-promote people that are like, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? And like, everybody's commenting, what's it about? What's going on? What, what are you looking yeah. for? Like, how many people are you looking for? Like, what are you looking for specifically? And right. I can tell you, it really helps filter through because you're like, Nope, Nope, 
oh, I can talk to that person. Nope, nope, nope. You know, you can really get a sense for who it is, what they're about, how long their episodes are, what kind of commitment you're looking at. And mm. do I want to talk about what they're wanting you to talk about? Right. I mean, your, your post was nice because it, it gave the information, but a lot of people that do the quote low effort posts, usually it's like, come on my podcast, fucking so-and-so. And you're like, that's oh, dope. I what get you what you're saying. About? You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like a halfway in between of somebody who's like, come on my podcast, but with a little bit more detail. I hear you. Nice. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Well, I guess I just want to ask you, like, what advice do you have, even though I already asked that before the show started, but after getting to know me a little bit more, I mean, if you maybe got a question to kind of make it feel better about giving me advice on anything, but yeah, you got anything for me? If, if you're that worried about not starting off with, 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 with a tiny human adult that needs 24 seven attention for a little while, I would highly encourage you to get the, the, the vasectomy. They're fairly cheap, even without, uh, even without healthcare. I, I think that society is leaning more towards it's the man's responsibility now for, for, uh, for birth mm. control. It's very effective. It's, um, you get an excuse to not have to work for a couple of days and play some of those video games that you really should be playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, and, and honestly, just like, I guess, don't try to deviate from the path that you're going on. Cause it sounds like you got your shit together. Otherwise, man, you know, thank you. You, you got to have I'm it trying. together to live in California from what I've noticed, you know, or at least be yeah. something of a semblance of a person. <laughs> I, I, so. I like that. I'll think about it a little bit harder, I guess. It's just, um, I'm still very on the, and, and I guess they're reversible too. I gotta, I need to oh, yeah. remind myself about that. That's kind of new news. I was always the people that I talked to. I don't know if it's like a woman getting her tube side, which is reversible or the vasectomy, but I don't know. I would just, I don't know. I don't, I, there, there's a, I think it's one in a million chance that it will reverse itself on its yeah. own. Oh. Um, so there's always that, there's always that fun surprise that I might be in for. Um, but I, I think that just, I'd say go for it. If, if you're not, if you're that committed to, to not just blatantly or just not flippantly, I should say, you're not just flippantly making a statement about not wanting to have to deal with a child until a specific age, maybe just, go for it, get it and then reverse it. I mean, probably by the time, by the time you, you maybe want to reverse it in the near future, who knows how far modern medical you know, science is developed. And I can tell you, dude, if you're open with doctors, they'll be open and honest with you. I have never met a more brutally honest in individuals in my life than when you tell a doctor, you're like, Hey, this is what's happening for realsies. What, what's, what, what, what is this? And he'll just deadpan, just be like, well, the chances are one in five that you have cancer and you're probably dying. Oh, Okay, cool, cool. Love it. Love it. They're like Thanks desensitized to everything because they just have oh, to yeah. deal with that shit all the time. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they're the, the best people to ask questions for. Like if you ever have any questions about a vasectomy or just anything medically, just be open and honest with them and they'll be open and honest with you. So we're I mean, it's probably different in different states. Those are like, mm -hmm. do I go to fucking Planned Parenthood for a vasectomy? <laughs> Uh, you could probably talk to Planned Parenthood and, and they could put you in contact. I mean, if you just talk to your general practitioner, you know, the, the dude that you normally go to see or the lady that you normally go see, they could yeah. set you up for success. I mean, that's what I did. I went to the VA and I was like, hey, I was thinking about a vasectomy. My doc's like, oh, let me show you what we do. Da, da, da. You want one? I was like, yeah. He's like, cool. We'll call you in a week. And then I had one like two weeks later. So. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll think I'll think about it. I'll think about the pricing and all that shit, too. Um, 
you were in the military oh happy veterans day dude thank you for your oh, service you are you're very welcome thank you how long uh, how long did you serve and what did what uh branch i was uh chair force for those of you who want to make fun of me i i, I embrace it i was air force active duty for six years um did four deployments and one tdy and uh, I was a cop in the Air Force. I was military police. And uh, so I had a big old shit sandwich all day, every day. Yeah, so, wow. yeah. I forget. I mean, I'd go that... back and do it again, 100%. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I knew that the, the military had police. That was, Are you kidding like, me? I thought they were the police. I thought they were like <laughs> level two police. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. First it's the cops and then the helicopter, then the, then the military, <laughs> military uh, police. I'll put it to you this way. In the military, you have trained killers who are doing their job, and then you have to have the trained killers police themselves. So you're not really much of a cop, to be honest with you. It's more just like, that's a stop sign. Please don't speed through it. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, like I I never wrote a ticket. I, I mean, I only I wrote eight tickets in my life, and it's only because people were being assholes. If you were open and honest with me, I was like, I was gonna give you a ticket, but you're a pretty chill person. You're good to go. You know. Wow. I wish you pulled me over earlier this year. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one thing I will tell you. If if you are open and honest with the cop, ninety five percent of the time they'll be chill back with you. And if they have to do something, and trust me, like if you're chill with them and they're chill with you. And they, they're like, I have to give you this ticket. There is a very good reason why they have to give you that ticket. Dude, I am not trying to um, hoop on your parade. I'm not saying I'm like this, but where <laughs> I'm from, where I'm from, people would not like what you said, especially because you're white. They'd be like, that's what all white people say about the police. This and that. And, and I'm saying it in that accent. Like, I don't really have a stance on, um, you know, the side of being against the police or being for the police. I'm pretty neutral. I'm pretty like, look, man, somebody's got to fucking answer the phone when I call 911. All right. But there is maybe some articles that I read there. There's some things that look a little unfair on the side of the police. So I don't really have a stance, but um, there's a, there's an interesting factoid. I'm not just white. I'm not mm -hmm. just a white bald male. There's a interesting factoid that I will let the readers put together that even though I have this stamp on my life, I still root. I still. I still root for them, but at the same time, fucking lynch the hell out of them. Lynch them. If they do wrong, if you are a bad apple, you need to get the fuck out. We should. The the police should most definitely be your servants and be the ones who are you. You can call upon them, and they should be able to help you. There should be nothing negative upon them. And I say that as being former police in the military. Lynch the fuck out of the bad apples. By all means, get them out. They're the ones that cause this negativity. If they, if we didn't have bad apples, the people would be like, yay, cops, yay, firefighters, yay, paramedics. That's what I hope for. And society can be together, but I know what society's like. I've seen it firsthand. So what like do you have like a border of what's a bad apple or not? Like somebody, um, like obviously, you know, if they fucking killed somebody or they're a <laughs> rapist or a pedophile, that that falls under lynchum that a big majority of people would. But what if, you know, you just rolled a stop sign? They broke the fucking law. They're a bad apple. <laughs> like like with me, I, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a, a master sergeant who was a couple of ranks above me, rolled through a stop sign, pulled them over. He's like, hey, Ehrman, what's up? I was like, 
seniors, senior chief, you, you, you rolled the uh, not senior chief, but I was like, senior master starting, you rolled that stop sign back there. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, man. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll let you off with a, a warning. Okay, cool. Uh, I had a lieutenant, a brand new lieutenant out of the academy roll through, like blow through a stop sign. I pulled him over. I was going to be chill. It's three in the morning. No big deal. Right. He mm-hmm. starts giving me attitude. Like there's no tomorrow because I'm doing my job bro you're getting the ticket i'm having your commander come talk with me like you didn't even attempt i'm gonna go full fucking bore on your ass and you're in the right yeah and and the thing is is i mean it was an emergency that he had to get to for for an exercise or what have you but still at the same time if you pop off and if you come off with that attitude just because you can and because you think you're in the right you are immediately a bad apple you always want to keep everything nice and calm and cool. Like if, if you're taking bribes, if you're beating up on somebody because of the color of their skin, everybody knows about what those bad apples are. You know, I'm talking about those people. I don't want to know color. I don't see color. I don't care about color. That's the way everybody should be about. There should be no race. Like uh, it, it's, 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 it's awesome because Morgan Freeman and um, Samuel L. Jackson, there are two interviews that stick in my mind with it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson basically begs one of the guys doing a movie review for Django to say that one word that white people aren't supposed to say, mm. you know? And uh, he's like, then we're not talking about it. You know, it's not that bad. He's like, it's just a word. And then Morgan Freeman doesn't even want black history month because they shouldn't be relegated to a month. You know, if those are issues for you, you're a bad fucking apple. Get the fuck out. You know, it's, it's people that take things above and beyond what their authority is supposed to be. If you're doing it just because you can, that's a problem too. I think I've got just a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth about it because earlier this year I got pulled over for rolling a stop <laughs> sign and um, they fucking, I was being cool. You know, I went by that rule. I was like, all right, man, maybe, maybe he'll be cool. And I just got to be honest. Up, he? And he fucking, he, I got, how much was it? It was like 300 fucking dollars. had to go to traffic <laughs> school. And I think it's different here in California. I don't know. Like they got to pay the city dude. And fucking, they, yeah. they got to make their six figures fucking a and it's just like you know i get it i'm not trying to downplay that the job of a cop i know it's a fucking very difficult job probably harder than i think and um you know imagine i understand imagine not, dealing with the one percenters all day every day mm-hmm. you know the one percent of society that you rarely you're like oh look it's crazy crazy earl on the sidewalk that's what they deal with on, on almost on a daily basis yeah 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 and it's just i'm the, i don't know i guess when i talk about like what i have to fucking pay and shit for my ticket (laughs) and then i I just like i'm not trying to downplay how much they deserve to get paid or not i just want to find an excuse to be pissed off because he pulled me over and i tried to be chill about it and i i i i and this is during pandemic times earlier this year really i yeah and i remember being like hello officer like would you would you no i didn't say that politely i was like hey man how you doing would you like me to wear a mask i'm trying to be a bro to him i guess um and he, I don't know. I, you know what it was? Okay, so, and I'm Asian. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I, I, gathered, I gathered as much. I gathered so, as much. I have a white friend who got pulled over in front of my house um, exactly the same way I did earlier this year. And I asked him about it. Later, like, dude, you got pulled over. You all right? And then he's like, yeah, man, I got a, I got a, I got a warning and he, he's white. Not that it matters or anything, but I'm just pointing it out. Um, and so he was like, yeah, like the moment he came up to my window, I was like rolling, stop rolling, just admitting what he did wrong. 
And he wasn't even driving his car. Like if he needed his license and registration, he didn't even have it. He was driving his fiance's car at the time. And, you know, it's it's not a good look. But the fact that he was like rolling stop and called it out and, you know, they let him go. Okay, I kept that in my mind. So I get pulled over for rolling stop when the dude comes over to me. I'm like, yeah, man. He was like, do you know, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was just like, probably for that stop sign, you know, and um, and I shit you not. This might sound really stupid. And maybe this is why he gave me the ticket. But when he asked me, is there any reason why you why you ran that stop sign? I swear to fucking God, not even 24 hours before that day, I had gotten new tires. <laughs> I got the receipt in my fucking glove box, dude. I was ready to show my receipt. I was like, well, man, I got these new tires and they're kind of, I'm still, they're just, you know, just trying to break them in a little bit. Just like, you know, I got the receipt and everything, man. And he's like, just wait right here. Went back. Like, I was on the verge of tears. Like, bro, come on, man. Like I wasn't even like, I, like I slowed down. It's not like I even ran through it. And he's like, I caught you on the dash cam, man. It was just like, you can go to court for it on this date. And then, so I need to know, be a hundred percent honest here. Yes, sir. How egregious was the rolling stop? Don't call me, sir. Fuck that. Come on. I was um, on the ticket. I believe it said I was going 10 miles per hour in maybe like a 35 or 30 okay. mile per hour area. And it's like, okay, so it's a four way intersection, but the on the, on my left there's no cars coming through there it's just like how do i explain it it's the I, other I, lane okay okay so the only time somebody could kind of be coming in towards me in my intersection is maybe if they're making a left right in front of me and then on the right is like a very empty mall plaza because it's covet times and the cop is just fucking hanging out there and like i roll through it's a not busy street i roll through it all the time near my house and i just I slowed the fuck down because I just wanted to see if anybody's crossing or whatever. And I just, I gunned it Honest mistake. You know, I should have fuck it. We call it a California stop for a fucking reason. We're out here in California. So don't <laughs> was fucking it, charge me for it. <laughs> was it really 10 miles an hour over it? Was it, was it really 10 miles an hour or well, was he being nice and put down 10? Miles? When I, when I think about it, especially with how upset I am about it after how many months, like eight, nine months from when it happened, I'd say I was going, if I was going 10, if anything, I think that's too fast. I might've been going seven. The, okay. the fact is I know for sure I didn't come to a complete stop. I'll tell you that. Okay. I, I think that's a little bullshit. The, the cop totally should just let you off. Cause I, uh, Fuck that guy, man. I, uh, <laughs> he was bald and white, dude. <laughs> the first time I ever got pulled over though, I, I did. I, I, cause I live by this rule. I live by that rule. You know, I'm always polite and stuff. The first time I got over, I pulled, I got pulled over. I was doing 75 and a 65 in Texas, mind you. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was always taught be, you know, be, be polite to the officers. This dude was like a fucking robot license registration. Da, da, da. I was like, here you go, sir. He's like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, probably because I was speeding. I was doing 110 earlier. Uh, and I slowed <laughs> down coming over a ridge and he caught me at 75 but he's like, I'll be back. And then he just kind of walked to his car, came back. He's like, here's your ticket. Here's everything done. And then he walked away. I was like, what? That like, seriously, that's it. That's the interaction. Yeah. And that was my first interaction with the police too. And I, was like, and I always just think it's like cops, you know, they're people too. Maybe they're just fucking jealous of your car or something. Or like, you know, I was just kind of thinking like, maybe that cop is doing no, not November or fucking, he just wants to like piss someone off. Like, don't you have something better to do? dude? You know, it's just fucking a man. I don't know. 
I know. And sometimes, sometimes we do have lots of lots of better things to do. But at that moment in time, he just felt like being a dick. I am hundred percent with you. He probably should have just let you have it. I even from- asked. I was like, I can't. I can't just get a warning, dude. <laughs> he was just. I don't fucking know. It's all but, good, dude. It's all yeah. good. But anyways, interesting conversation, Mr. Jared. Thank you for coming on my show. Yeah. Um, I usually ask people when they come on the show, but we've kind of been talking already for a while. The whole point I call my I call my podcast suicide logs. I don't even know if I said that on Reddit, but um, it's, I consider it like a mental health comedy podcast. And I started this like I, I wouldn't consider myself, especially at the moment, somebody who's suicidal, but it always goes through my head. And then, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I'm still pretty young. My life is going and currently I'm at the part of my life where I'm doing no nut November. And I guess 12 days in, I, I haven't really had the thoughts of killing myself. I just really want to fucking <laughs> bust a nut. That's really it. So I guess it might be working for that. <laughs> there so, you go, bud. You got, you got something to look forward to. Yes, sir, man. I will. Uh, It's hard to keep in touch on Reddit or whatever. If you got an Instagram or something, you can find me. But um, I don't know. How come you couldn't message me on Twitter? Uh. I don't know if I've got some, I'm so underwhelmed on Twitter. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just, okay. I click chat and it's like, it doesn't want to send. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll just message oh. him on Reddit. Okay. Well, if you give me a follow or something and tell me you're Jared or whatever, we'll figure it out. I'll try, I'll try to keep in touch with you or whatever sure, we were just talking on before. I'll send you the link to this Um. whenever it's up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. I understand a lot of people have, uh, I was on a, I was in a podcast uh back in april and like the episode just dropped like a month ago so like i under yeah some people have a lot of a lot of turn it takes a long time to turn over so yeah (laughs) yeah i just put this up at the end of no i'll probably get this shit up by tomorrow at the latest hopefully all right then man thank you and uh let me end this here